0: Welcome back to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and it is Hero World Challenge Week. Let's bring in Kyle Porter to chat this through. Kyle, good morning. How was the uh, the Thanksgiving weekend?
1: It was good. It was better than expected. Uh, I think we talked last week. I not We might have talked about this off air, but uh, I just, this, this time of year is weird. I, I. It's you just get out of your routines and stuff. But uh, it was a lot of fun. You got to see some some family. Traveling, driving 500 miles with four kids is not is not the greatest play ever. But uh, yeah, that's, yeah, it was great. That's
0: uh, that's got to be suboptimal to to uh, put all those kids in a car. But everything went well. It sounds like.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was fine. We we uh, it was game management. It was very Trent Dilfery <laughs> of of my wife and I. Uh, what was your? I wanted to ask you what was your most underrate, like the thing that you ate that you like, that was the most underrated that you're like, wow, that was, that was really good. Even though I'm, maybe I didn't expect for that to be as, as good as it was. Oh
0: man. Okay. So, um, there was vegan stuffing that I did not know was vegan until like three hours later, which I feel like is a pretty good sign. So like I had it and I was like, (laughs) this is, this is pretty good. And then someone was like, oh yeah, like that's like, that's the vegan stuffing I brought. And I was like, oh, like I, I could have lived the rest of my life without knowing that, but like, it was really good. So that was a little, uh, jar, you know, shock to the, to the system, but it, it turned out all right.
1: Yeah. That's great. That's, uh, yeah. Cause normally when something's vegan, you're like, that was definitely n- different than normal. Right. Yeah.
0: I can, like, I can tell, right. Like, is there something different about this? But, but yeah, if you, if you can't tell they're, they're definitely doing it right. <laughs>
1: Oh, for sure. That's good. That's awesome. Beauty.
0: Well, you know what else is a jar to uh, my system is we've got a golf tournament that starts on Wednesday this week. And I'm i yeah. I'm a creature of habit. This is going to like this is going to mess me up all week. I'm I'm going to be messed up starting on a Wednesday morning. Well, yeah. I, I mean,
1: even today, I was like, "Oh, I n- I need to like write a preview today because that's normally a Tuesday thing." And yeah, you're just in your routines. You're f- you got your feels all out of whack, I guess, as as our tournament host this week would say. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's a strange thing, and really, kind of two weeks in a row, you're gonna go basically Wednesday to Saturday because of the time change in Australia. For us, True. it's gonna be uh, a day. Sort of a day shorter. It's gonna, it's gonna be really, it's gonna be odd. But uh, yeah, Hero World Challenge, great field. Uh, I'm excited about watching some, uh, some high class golf this week.
0: Yeah, and the views can't beat the views. So uh, Albany Golf Course down in the Bahamas. We've got eleven of the twelve United States Presidents Cup team members here. We have zero of the international squad. <laughs> and like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I was kind of thinking like it's gonna be tough to. You know, if you have to fly from the Bahamas, you have to go to Australia, but you get the extra day because this is going to end early. But there's probably like if this is probably good, there's some camaraderie that these guys are going to be able to kind of get into the swing of things a, a week earlier than normal.
1: Yeah, that camaraderie going to Paris last year after the tour championship went really well also. <laughs> so I uh, <laughs> no I, I, I think you're right. It would have been funny if I know we're going to talk about DJ in a second if Tiger had replaced DJ with like um, – I don't know, A- Abraham answer or somebody right, like, and been like, hey,
0: somebody to come over. We'll, and play this. we'll
1: take care of your travel. Don't worry about it. We got it.
0: Now, when they, <laughs> they head to Australia, you have, how many private jets is that? Are they all cramming into one and they're just going to keep this like buddy buddy thing going or everyone's taking their own se- separate, you know, net jets or wheels up and we'll, we'll see you over there. <laughs>
1: They like race over there, right?
0: Tiger. Everyone could. I'm sure Tiger has a private plane. Everybody could fit in. So uh, (laughs) travel accommodations are probably not an issue. Beauty. All right. So you mentioned it. Uh, Dustin Johnson out this week says he needs an extra week to recover from that arthroscopic knee surgery that he had in September. Um, Does one more week make a big difference? Like, I feel like if we're at the point where he needs one more week to play at the President's Cup, he might not be ready for the President's Cup.
1: Well, that's kind of what I was thinking, too, when I saw that of like, OK, so and, and he, I don't know. I think we think about the President's Cup so differently than the Ryder Cup. If this was the Ryder Cup, wouldn't we be like? Dude, you're gonna come back for like the biggest event, biggest team event of the year. Like after it, it just I think I think it would be I think for the President's Cup we're like oh, I don't know whatever. And, but for the if it was the Ryder Cup we'd be freaking out. And so I guess all that to say like I I don't know that this is the best. I, I just I don't know it's the is the best spot for him. Like even if he even if he is capable of playing, is that the place where you want to come back? Especially how much he struggled the second half of the year the the caliber of guys that you could replace him with i i don't know i i'm curious to get your take on it
0: yeah i mean he was literally and figuratively limping to the finish line at the end of last year he did not play golf very well we find out that he had you know the knee the knee issue that he ended up having a procedure on i don't know it just seems listen these guys these guys know their body more than anybody they know what they can and cannot do but it seems super weird to me that a guy thinks, okay, I'm not good to play golf now, but I will be good in six days. Like that, that is like, I don't know how I can compute that, especially because yeah, you're right. I mean, this, yes, I would love the president's cup to be as big as the Ryder cup, but even in these guys' mind and what we find out, it's, it's not there yet. Um, So to see him, I don't know, risk it, or I don't know. It just is a really strange situation that I am surprised to see that he's sitting out, but will play next week.
1: Who would you replace him with? Like, let's say this time next week, he's like, ah, you know, I, I just, I wanted to be ready and I can't, uh, who do you go with if you're, uh, if you're Tiger, we've already seen him replace Brooks with Ricky. Yeah. And I think Ricky was like the obvious, like, okay, he finished just outside. He's been on these teams before. Yep. But I think once you get past him, there's some kind of less obvious choices. Who would you uh, who would you fill in for for DJ? Uh,
0: I like Kisner. I think Kisner's a good a good team player. I think you can get him going in match play. He's someone who can put the lights out. Um, someone like him, or even like. Uh, what if, what if Ches review, who is going to end up replacing DJ this week, if he plays really well and you have to replace him, like I like Revy, he hits a ton of fairways. He's like five, nine. He's like my kind of guy. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like I'm i I'm generally a fan of him, but you're, yeah, there's, there's not so many obvious options like Ricky was, or Tony Fina would have been if Ricky was the original pick. So uh, like someone like a Kisner seems to make a lot of sense to me.
1: Yeah, those are the two names that I had written down as well, uh, Kisner and uh, Revi. So if you go down the list, I went uh, world rankings points gained in 2019 for for U.S. guys. Obviously, Kepka's at the top because he won uh, the PGA Championship and and won three times. And you go in order: JT, DJ, Cantley, Xander, Woodland, Kucher, Tiger, Reed, Webb, Finau, Bryson, and then you get Ches in there. And then you go Ricky, Kevin Na, Kevin Kisner, Billy Horschel. And that's kind of your top whatever that is, 8, 16, or 15, or something like that. So either one of those guys. I think Kisner is is probably the more obvious of the two just because – I I, I don't know. He seems to, like, roll with that group a little bit more than, like, a Ches would. Right. Uh, But I think either one of those would be – I think it would be cool to see Ches in a team event. I I think he would have a lot of success, but – Either one would be
0: good. I think Ches would be a great partner, man. Like we, we see it all the time where you're partnered up with Phil and he puts you 50 yards, you know, left of fairway behind a tree, and you're <laughs> and you're like in jail. Like like imagine being Ches's partner who just sticks you dead in the heart of the of the of the fairway every single shot. Like that's the type of guy I want to be playing with.
1: Yeah, if, if I mean JT's like, wow, I got like 174 in from the middle of the fairway, every single shot, like right. this is, this is unbelievable. Yeah. It, it would, it would be, yeah, it would be great.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so DJ out Ches in, as we mentioned this course, uh, very much a resort course. So it's the Albany golf club opened in 2010 designed here. This is such a great little tidbit designed by Ernie Els. And the quote that he used Kyle, when he was making this golf course and designing it, <laughs> he wanted it to look like Royal Melbourne, which is like, uh, Ernie, that might not work out for you so good this week. If you try to like give these guys extra practice before they head over to Australia, I think it's just such an interesting little nugget that came out of this. And you know, now that the uh, events line up the way that they do, it's like, Oh oh boy, maybe, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Um, because now they're going to get an extra week to practice on a similar type course.
1: Yeah, it, it is pretty great. It is th- this course. It, it always kind of cracks me up because, I mean, it's basically like ground zero for Tigers, like all of his comebacks. You're like, Oh, Tiger, you know, I mean, for, it feels like the last five years, we've like circled the heroes, like, Oh, Tiger, Tigers, you know, this is it. This is the comeback. And you're like, okay. Oh, he hit like, uh, he hit 12 of 14 fairways. (laughs) And you're like, well, yeah, they're like, they're like 90 yards wide. Like it would be, it would be. Incredibly problematic if he didn't hit 12 or 14 fairways. So, you know, it, it's a fun event. I don't know if there's a lot to glean in terms of like so and so is going to have an awesome. I mean, I think confidence-wise, I think it's a big deal. Um, but I, I in terms of like actual golf play, it's not, uh, it's not, it's not Riviera. It's not the most challenging course in the world.
0: Yeah. So John Rahm is your defending champion, which who we'll talk about him in a second. Uh, Ricky Fowler won it previous to that. Hideki Matsuyama, Bubba Watson. Those are the four champions at this course, the Albany golf course. Jordan Spieth has one here as the, you know, under the umbrella and the the title of Hero World Challenge, but that was at Isleworth. So we do not, uh, we're not going to count that. We're not going to give him credit for that one. Um, So as I mentioned, 11 of the 12 President's Cup players here John Rom's your betting favorite. He has now won uh, two straight events, including the race to Dubai. I think he might just go out and win another one this week.
1: Yeah, the only like, and this is a like, this is a good thing for John Rom that this is the only detraction I have. Is you know, you know how we talk about how when you're kind of on a heater and then it kind of crests into something, and and that that thing for me being, um being dubai being winning the race to dubai all this different stuff and you're like well can it continue after that and i think with him it it probably can i think that's more of a i don't know like a lesser like not like a top five guy that we would talk about where you're like oh second fifth seventh and then all of a sudden they win and then for the next 11 events they like miss the cut or they're you know (laughs) T-64. So I don't know that that necessarily applies here, but that's the only, that's like literally the only thing that I can find that's like a detraction from, from picking Rom this week.
0: Yeah. He's been awesome. Eight top five finishes in his past 12 events. What I think is interesting is, you know, we have 11 guys who this tournament might not be their, their main focus. And I wonder how much of this, like, listen, I I get it. There's, there's a million bucks to first place. Like I, I know these guys want it, but we've, we've heard over and over again in interviews. Oh, we're, this is a great tune up for the president's cup. Oh, you know, just want to make sure everything's getting right. You know, Ricky Fowler, we haven't seen playing a while. Some of these guys, we just haven't seen play. How many of them are actually going out? Like, Hey, my main focus is to, you know, I'm already playing well. My main focus is to win. John Rahm is like the top of the list when it's like Hey, he's here to win a million bucks. His main focus is to win this golf tournament. He's not headed to Australia and he's playing awesome. So it's like, I wonder how many of these guys, I think they're all going to take it seriously, but kind of how seriously they're going to take it.
1: Yeah. And I think Rom sometimes takes it too seriously. And that is... That, that hurts him I think in some of like the majors and the players and you know we, t- we talk about like carrying the appropriate amount but in events like this it might actually it might actually go the other way and help him right because like I think he has a bad round one and he and and everybody else is kind of like whatever like just ejecting mentally a little bit and he would be like I got to shoot a 64 tomorrow and then go out and do it so I do think that uh you know I think there's a puzzle to be solved there with that being your way of thinking when it comes to like majors but i think for here it's it's beneficial
0: Yeah. So as mentioned, he is six to one to win this. He has the shortest odds uh, followed right behind with Justin Thomas. And to me, if you're looking for a guy who uh, continues to play super well recently, uh, Justin Thomas is that guy. He just won the CJ cup, had a great fall seven to one feels like a pretty solid number. I would not have been surprised to see him actually be the betting favorite in this, in this event.
1: Is he somebody you follow the, like the, the lines and the, the odds, uh, probably more so than I have. Is he somebody that odds makers like to put as the favorite? Like a five, I mean, cause I, I don't know, like it, it, I think it's pretty unusual and maybe it's just cause it's a small field to see like that six to one number for ROM. Usually we're seeing the favorite be like. I don't know, eight or yep. nine. And and maybe again, maybe that's a small field thing, but it, it, is it, are you surprised that those two guys like uh, Rom and JT are six and seven to one?
0: It's, it's definitely a small field thing. The only other times we usually see like six or seven to one is like when Rory headlines, the RBC Canadian or something like that, or D, you yeah. know, just like, there's one clear stud In this field, that guy's like six to one or eight to one to win the golf tournament. So this is a little bit about how small the field is. But I mean, I would not have I would not have been surprised to see Justin Thomas uh, be the favorite. I think he tends to be one of the most fairly priced golfers. So we've talked like tigers, tigers odds are always way shorter than they should be because the public yeah. loves him. Vegas knows they're going to get a bunch more bets on him. Um, Ricky Fowler's odds are always probably shorter than they should be because he's such a popular golfer. Um, we see it the other way with guys that the, the public don't like Patrick Reed. His odds are generally longer than they should be because he doesn't capture a lot of bets. He kind of plays the villain role. Justin Thomas to me is like the most fairly priced guy. He's a elite golfer that you're not paying, you know, the extra juice for because, you know, he's not you know, when Jordan Spieth was, was on his run, the same thing, he's not like just uber popular where books know they have to kind of defend against it. So that, that to me looked fair. And I I think I was most interested that tiger, um, you know, has the fourth best odds in this field, you know, despite clearly there are better players in this field, but you you could have easily made tiger who is, uh, sitting here at 10 to one, you could have made him eight to one, you could have made him seven to one and gotten away with it. I don't think anybody would have, um, kind of nitpicked that because it is tiger.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I think my thing with JT that I always go back to, he just he doesn't uh he, he doesn't have holes, right? Like you you look at um I don't know, we talk about Rory a lot, like, oh if he putts well this week. Well that that's you know, and, and look, for twenty nineteen he was a really, really I mean, he was top twenty five in strokes and putting. He was as good as he's ever been, if not better. But traditionally, over the course of his career, it's like if he puts well. If um, I don't know, pick pick somebody out here. If uh can't lay putts well, yeah, right. If uh putt, put whatever. If Patrick Reed drives it well, but with JT, it's like this feels replicable. It feels like he's just he just does what he does, and it's not there's not like an if with him going into these events, and that's what I love about him. And maybe he's not. Uh, as good of a driver as a DJ or a Rory or even like a Hovland. And maybe he's not as good of a putter as a Webb Simpson or somebody like that. But in every category, he's so, so good. And uh, I don't know, you can replicate that. And I think that's why he's going to be at the top of, you know, top five, top 10 in the world for a really long time.
0: Yeah. The I've, I've been on record multiple times. I'm, I think this is the year of Justin Thomas. He is so awesome. He's, he's led the PGA tour list two out of the last three years. And last year he didn't cause he like a, like an idiot, you know, wraps his club around a tree at Honda and, and knocks him out for a while. So, I mean, it's just, it, it's one of these situations where you're right. It, it's, it, he's so good. I don't think people realize how good this guy is and, and he can do it a lot of different ways. You love JT. Don't I you? love JT so much, man. He's like, <laughs> he's so legit, right? Like he's, <laughs> and he can get scorching hot. Like, I don't know. There's, there's just nothing not to like about him
1: yeah no i I agree i'm I'm in
0: cool uh all right moving a little further down the list a couple of surprises that jumped out to me um Xander's there with Tiger woods at uh, at nine to one it's the fourth shortest odds Xander's a killer he's an absolute killer and we've seen him play especially when he gets the guaranteed four rounds like they're gonna get this week it's like the cream usually rises to the top and I I think Xander's absolutely the cream
1: yeah, he is. I mean, we, we've talked about this. I compared him to Luka Doncic a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> That's right. He, uh, he, uh, yeah, my, my infamous Xander Luka comparison. Uh, I think this might be the year of Xander. I mean, he, he's, he's a little like, uh, like JT. I, I mean, he's, I don't think he's in JT's class quite yet, but he's a little like him in that there just doesn't seem to be very many holes, you know? And, and, uh, Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I would not like if you, if this time next year, we're talking about how Xanders won, I don't know, three times in the last 12 months, I would not at all be surprised. Yeah. I love that
0: he charges. He, he, it always feels like he's flying up the leaderboard Saturday and Sunday, as opposed to getting up there and trying to hold on. We saw him like boat rush. What was it? The tournament of champions last year where he just boat rushed uh, Gary Woodland away from a win. The guys, he can, he can go super low when it, when it matters.
1: Yeah, for sure. We we yeah, it, that was um yeah, that was at the end. <laughs> Gary Woodland turned around like what what just happened? Like it didn't Gary Woodland shoot like a sixty six in the final round yeah. and just got
0: housed? Yeah, and and Xander shot like a sixty two or something and yeah. just stole it from him. It was unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it was silly. Uh,
0: a couple other names stick out to me here. So you know, scrolling down, I see someone like Justin Rose uh, at fourteen to one. He's super uh, super solid, plays all over the world, has played a lot recently, just goes about his business. I, I was a little bit surprised to see him sitting in the middle of the pack, but also we have the strongest man in the field. <laughs> <laughs> Not Brooks isn't here. It must be Bryson, who I follow him on Instagram, Kyle. He's been shredding his workouts. That You know, he's already pretty long off the team. Maybe he adds another couple yards this year.
1: Have you watched uh, some of these videos?
0: Yeah, of course. It's, it's like hilarious.
1: It's, it's (laughs) the highest of unintentional comedy. There was one, (laughs) there was one where he's like, uh, he's like curling what, and it looks like he's curling. Like, I mean, I'm being serious here, like 15 or 20 pounds, but he's just like grinding. And I'm like, well, have you done like a hundred reps? Like what's going on here? And there's there was somebody in the comment. I've I've been like way too deep into
0: this, but <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs>
1: there was somebody in the comments that was like, "Dude, is this like your first time
0: to work out?" Oh, <laughs> uh, it's okay. You know what I would have loved? Why doesn't he wear the Hogan hat when he works out? Oh, that would be great. I would I would have to quit social media if he did that because because it, it would be the end. Like it would legit be the pinnacle of everything if he's if he was just curling twenties wearing the Hogan hat. Like it's over.
1: It's like the it's like the it's made not of like uh, like cotton or fabric or whatever, but of like workout material. Work, like here, like yeah, yeah,
0: like dry fit.
1: It's like stretchy. <laughs> You're like what are you what are you doing, dude?
0: Okay, I would actually love that. Um, so I mean, I think when you get down towards the the middle and the bottom of this field, I mean, Jordan Spieth. Finally, at 25 to one towards the bottom of this, uh, starting to get more accurately priced, you know, we saw him at the end of last year, he was 25 to one to win full field events. So to see him at 25 to one at this event where there's only 18 players in the field, I'm wondering if Vegas is now starting to figure out, um, you know, what his actual price should be in these events.
1: Yeah, I think he's probably another guy like uh like tiger and 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 ricky who's just i i i mean i wonder how much of it is just popularity versus vegas catching up to his uh just the way he's been playing man he needs like he needs to win something like this i i think like I, this is what i was thinking about and i'm curious f- for your take on it do you think he's going to be able to like think his way into being a top 10 guy again cuz that's what we've seen over the last 2 years is him try to like I don't know if you listened to his interview with, uh with no line up, but he, he's like, well, I've got these like four different swings and these like 11 different thoughts. And you're like, <laughs> Holy crap, dude. Like this is like, you're one of the best guys in the world. Just go like hit the ball. Yeah. And so I, I just, I don't know that he's going to be able to think his way back into being that guy. I think that it's still in there. I think that it exists. I'm, I have all the stock. We talked about that last week, but I don't know. I think he just needs to win one of these just to like get some sort of confidence going in the right direction.
0: Yeah. Don't don't overthink the overthink, Jordan. Um I, yeah. I do it, it is interesting. I, I'm I'm basically out on speef um for the foreseeable future, but I think there is something to your point about just win an event like get back in the winner's circle. The, the longer we go where we say it's been two years since his last win at the open championship. Oh, it's been two and a half years. Oh, it's been three years. I just feel like that starts to build up even more. Like it just ratchets ratchets up the pressure every week that goes by that he doesn't win. And even if it is something like an 18 man field at the hero world challenge, where like, you know, this is like a handpicked field by tiger and the official world golf, Rank, Like, I think it could spark something or it could at least quiet those conversations, right? And now he doesn't have to be under this, you know, pressure cooker that he's kind of been under for the last two years because he hasn't been in the winner's circle. So I, I would like to see, and I think this is going to be a big year for him, if he could just capture one of these, any win, like any win whatsoever, um, and see if that kind of gets him in a, in a better mental place.
1: Yeah, and we saw this in fourteen. He won Isleworth by uh, ten, A lot. I think. Yeah. yeah, and then he won. I think it was right after that he won in Australia. I think it was the. I think it was the Australian Open by like seven. And you're like, okay. And then fifteen, obviously, he wins Masters, U.S. Open to start. So we've seen him kind of jump started at this time of year before. Uh, Cause remember he, so he won in 13 and then 14 was, I don't, I don't know the, I don't have the numbers. He didn't win. And I don't think it was like a, I mean, it wasn't like a great year. He was also 20 years old. That right. was when he finished second at the masters and he, he was fine. But then at the end of 14, he jump started it. 15 was unbelievable. And then he just kind of continued from there until the last couple of years. So I'd love, I'd love to see that again. I mean, I, I want him to be great. Golf is more fun when he's great, but uh, yeah, he's still going to go out and do it.
0: Yeah. I think he ascended, he ascended so quickly and, and we were, I remember being like, oh, you know, he's only 19, he's only 20. And then when he, when like, it just all clicked and he just went off and won everything and, and, and played like the best player in the world, it was like, he got there so fast that now that he's not you know a top 10 player or in this case I don't even know what he is now 40 something in the world um, Yeah, it's like i don't know he's it's it's almost been a detriment for him to get there so fast because now we're we're only comparing him against being like the world's number 1 golfer and anything else is is not going to be good enough for Speeth and i think he's the type of guy that absolutely feels it
1: yeah, and and it's funny to juxtapose that with Justin Thomas who was, his ascension was more slow. Yeah. And and I've always looked at it from the perspective of like that had to be tough that would to be a tough time for him in terms of like Speeth winning majors. He's grinding on the Corn Ferry even though he knows that he's as good or better than Speeth. Yeah. And but it's almost like it was I don't know if it was better. I mean Speeth wouldn't trade the major totals. He would, you know, any right. of that, but it's just been, it's almost like a company growing too quickly. And then you're like, wait a second, like, what, we're, we're, you're just all like, there's just a lot going on. Yeah. And so hopefully, hopefully, Speed can settle into that and figure it out. But I don't know, we'll see.
0: Yeah. It's like a startup that gets their next round of money and then they're like, uh oh, we're, our value's too high. We can't raise yeah. money again. Exactly. Um. All right. And then to, to the bottom of this, of this player field uh, you know, we went round it out with Henrik Stenson's here. That'll be pretty cool. I haven't seen him. I feel like in a while, 30 to one Uh, Matt Kuchar, Kevin Kisner, also 30 to one Bubba is a former champion, but playing nowhere near that type of form at 40. And then I saw, they just added uh Chez Revy to this field at 60 to one. He rounds this out. Uh, um, You know, none of these guys really moved the needle for me. I guess Kuchar, Is you know on paper the best out of these players, but anyone from this range that you're interested to see this week?
1: Uh, Not really. Bubba's had a uh, just kind of quietly a a bad year. I mean he uh, he had three wins in 2018. Is that right? So he won Travelers, he won uh, 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 Match Play, uh, yeah, yeah, and he won Riviera, and then he only had three top tens. And none of them top three finishes in 2019. So he's just he hasn't been good, especially all summer. He's only got one top ten uh since the Masters. He finished T nine uh, in Memphis at the St Jude. So uh, I don't know. He uh, it'll be interesting to see how his next couple of years go because he's kind of older. He's kind of quietly older than a lot of these guys. Him and Kucher are a little bit. Uh, and I guess Stenson are a little bit older. So, yeah, uh, while, I'm in, I'm intrigued by that.
0: While he's one of the golf boys, he was not a boy when that whole thing was going on. He is yeah. older than the than the rest of these. And and I think it's we've we've kind of talked about this like Jordan Spieth uh, not to just pile more on him, but he he has provided cover for a lot of these other top tier golfers that had really bad seasons or had, uh, uh, you know, two, two really bad years. Like he provided cover for Jason day. He provided cover for Bubba Watson. Who's now down to the 41st ranked player in the world, because we were all talking about Jordan and how he was falling out of it. So I think this, this season, what I'm most interested in is we've, we've got to see signs of life from some of these guys. And, you know, it kind of starts here for Bubba a place that he should have good vibes.
1: Yeah, for sure. All right, Mud, uh, this was the origination of mudball, by the way.
0: Oh, that's right, mudball. mudball. <laughs> I I I must watch that video mm, three times a week. Like it is literally like I just have the go to clips that like oh I need I need to laugh really quick. Uh, let, me, let me watch a mudball compilation, and Bubba's always in there.
1: What What else is in the rotation? I, I'm trying to think of. Uh, I've got oh, there was a shot that Phil hit at the uh, I think it was the 15 Masters on on. It was on 15 and he, and he was like a three wood from the top of the Hill. And it was kind of around the tree up the left side. And he just said, like, I think it was on a Friday or I think it was on a Saturday and he hits it and he just says, Oh, I flushed it.
0: (laughs) That, that one's good. Or the one where, um, uh there's so many good phil ones where okay you know they're at i don't know what event it is but he's he's paired with tiger and the the starter is listing off all of tiger's wins and he, they're like going deep like he's won the american express championship and phil finally is like all right all right we know we know and cuts it off and gets it Like that's that's definitely in there um phil has the one where um you know he hits a shot into a par three and one of some some guy in the stands yells out that's oh, that's got to be better than tigers. And Phil replies, Phil yells out, "Oh, it is!" And he like stuffs it to like six feet. Like, there's so many great ones that I just like. I have them in, like a playlist on YouTube. I'm like, I just gotta watch this again.
1: Yeah, it's it's awesome. There's there's a ton of them. It's it's the the death of Vine. RIP Vine was I know, uh, was tragic for for the golf community.
0: Oh, brutal. Um all right, real quick, I want to give you one or two matchups here between a couple of guys as we round out the the Hero World Challenge. Let's see here. Um this one is kind of interesting. Patrick Reed minus 105, so a small favorite or I'm sorry, a small dog to Gary Woodland at minus 115. So you're playing paying a little extra juice for Gary Woodland. Personally, I think these should probably be flipped. I actually kind of like Reed more in this situation.
1: Yeah, I would go read. Woodland had a good, he had a good, uh, Asian swing though. He had a couple of top, I think top five finishes at uh, CJ cup and Zozo, uh, playing with tiger. So I, I feel like he is kind of regained a little of the juice he had this summer, but I would probably go read there. He's been playing good golf.
0: Yeah. Woodland is so stoked to be on this president's cup team. Like I, 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 I'm actually very excited for that. He looks like they're good. Like he's good friends with tiger and Hey, you know, tiger picks the, uh, the groups, the groupings for round one. I wonder who he's going to put himself with.
1: <laughs> I know. Uh, by the way, Reed. Uh, so he played. He played in Europe a few times. So he, the, his last six events, he went T fifteen, T four, T seventeen, T eight, T ten, and T twenty eight at the uh, World Tour Championship. So he he's been on a good run.
0: Okay, and I'll give you one more here. So these guys are a coin flip. Both minus one ten. Matt Kuchar versus Henrik Stenson. Now I want to pull up Stenson's numbers here because I feel like we haven't seen him a whole lot. He he kind of uh, voluntarily ended his PGA Tour season last year by sitting out. I want to say it was the BMW. He's just like he was outside the top thirty. He knew he wasn't gonna make it to East Lake if he didn't play, and he just kind of chalked it up. Uh, going up against Kuchar, who we you know we just saw at at Maya Kobe, and we've seen a little bit more recently. So where are you going between these guys?
1: Well, Stinson had – he started really poorly this uh, calendar year. I mean, he started like miscut, 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 and then just – he, he kind of heated up in the summer. He finished T9 at the U.S. Open, uh, T4 at the Scottish, T20 at the uh, Open Championship. Uh, and it's been a little more hit or miss this fall, but uh, I, I'm going to go Stinson, I think. i he He, I think, found himself a little bit this summer. And uh, we'll carry that into the to the fall and into the winter.
0: I think I will agree with you. This one is <laughs> priced appropriately, uh, really close for me. I I I like Stenson. I think he can. When we've seen him go super low at times, uh, I'm interested to see how his season looks. Another guy who's now in the in the 40s. The the world ranking, you know, 40 to 50 is a is a list of names that are, uh, you know, pretty prolific. Um, all right. So, uh, you know, Stenson is going, uh, probably going to be a good investment for me this week, but you know, what is also a good investment Kyle is hiring and hiring can be a slow process. Cafe Altura's COO, Dylan Miskowitz needed to hire a director of coffee for his organic coffee company, but he was having, having trouble finding qualified applicants. So he switched to zip recruiter. Zip recruiter does not depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job, so you get qualified candidates fast. Dylan posted his job on ZipRecruiter and said he was impressed by how quickly he had great candidates apply. He also used ZipRecruiter's candidate rating feature to filter his applicants so he could focus on the most relevant ones. Very important. And that's how Dylan found his new director of coffee in just a few days. With results like that, Kyle, it is no wonder that four out of five employees who post on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate within the first day. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash firstcut. That's ZipRecruiter.com, F-I-R-S-T-C-U-T, ZipRecruiter.com slash firstcut. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. The smartest way to watch golf over the next couple of weeks, we've got the Hero World Challenge this week. We are looking forward to the President's Cup next week, and we have a few changes. So Jason Day, uh, who we have talked over and over about, Kyle, um, and what he's going to mean to this team, is no longer on this team. So he withdraws, uh, citing a back injury, and he's being replaced by byun Han an benny thoughts on that move?
1: Uh, I think it's. Uh, I'm, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I think it's an upgrade.
0: You can say. Like it. <laughs> I,
1: I, think, and, and I saw. Uh, I saw my guy uh, Damon Hack. He he tweeted this out. I think he was talking about it on Morning Drive for Golf Channel today. But he said this like something or along the lines of this ends the international team's chances of winning the Presidents Cup. And I, I'm going the other way. I think it. I think it boosts them. I I, I just I'm just out on day generally. I think, but also uh at, at team events i mean his career record uh, i've got it in front of me it's uh i think it's five eleven and four at president's cup yes yeah, it's, it's if not i'm good. doing if i'm doing the math right there and then uh the last time out he was one three and one and oh three and one in non singles matches so he he was just I mean, Ben-On can certainly do that. You know, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm excited about uh, seeing Ben-On on this stage. And I think it's a, you know, you don't want to see guys withdraw because of injury. But I think it's, there. There's I think there are going to be some unintended benefits for the international team in, in uh, replacing Day.
0: Yeah, I think when you look at it in a vacuum and say, who is a better golfer in December of 2019? I think I would have chose Ben-On, you know, 100 times out of 100 here. I think that because it is such an interesting and unique format that we rarely see, and we talk a lot about the camaraderie, and um, I think Jason Day would have been great for that, but presumably he's still going to be there, right? Like, he'll still be in the locker room. I haven't heard anything otherwise, Uh, but like – I think this is definitely an upgrade on the course. Um, so Benny on another one of these guys, the only, the only cons- concerns that I would have is he's kind of another one of these guys that, uh, you know, T to green, really good. It's all about that putter, which the the international team feels like it has a ton of those guys and it's another rookie. It's going to be his first president's cup appearance, which now makes what, I think seven out of 12 of these guys are first timers, which, you know, they're going to be feet to the fire as soon as they get there.
1: Yeah, for sure. I I did just confirm that day is 5-11 four in President's Cups. Compare that to Adam Scott. You know, you might you might look at "Oh, who does have a good President's Cup record from the international side. Adam okay. Scott's four. Adam well, Adam Scott's 14-20 and 5, which is you know, more along the lines of like, yeah, you're going to lose a lot of those, but that should be more uh, of kind of the uh the, the number that you're around if you're one of the top 20 or 25 guys in the world. And I don't know, day's just not been that great. So I I'm in on Ben on.
0: Yeah, me too. Speaking of Adam Scott, did you see, I had to read this article twice. <laughs> did you see he's asking the fans to not cheer for tiger and the United States? I, I, I
1: wait, he, wait, he's asking for, Oh, for, and the United States team. Chris, yes. Uh, it's, it's such a. Do you remember in 17 at, um, where were they? At, uh, Liberty National. And it was, I think it was, uh, Mark Leishman's wife and, and some of the other, uh, people involved with the international team were talking about how much, uh, like just basically hate speech they were receiving from, from the crowd in New York, which should not be super surprising. It's like, it's the complete opposite in Australia where you're like having to ask your own fans to not actually root for the other team. It's, it's kind of incredible. And I think it, it shines a light on just the effect, uh, and power that Tiger has in, uh, you know, globally, not just in the United States.
0: Yeah. Tiger transcends everything, right? I mean, we, I don't know if we've talked about this, but uh, you know, when you talk about hey, who are the most popular athletes in the world or something like that, To me, it always comes down to who my mom knows. Like, if my mom knows who they are, they are the most popular. My mom can name one basketball player; it's LeBron James. Like, my mom can name one golfer; his name is Tiger Woods. Like, that's that's how we know. And it's I just think it's like imagine going to you know Fenway Park and asking them you know not to cheer for the Yankees or something like that. It's just I think it's hilarious. I think it does just continue to illustrate the importance of Tiger Woods, the aura almost of, of Tiger Woods that Adam Scott is, you know, preempting, uh, this, this event by, Hey, throwing out a a PSA right now. Let's, uh, (laughs) let's not cheer for the opponents when they come here. Let's cheer for the Australian team. I think it's hilarious.
1: Do you think Tiger is the most, um, recognizable athlete in the world?
0: Oh man. Probably. So I, for a while, I always thought you had to be like a a basketball player because when you see a guy who's like six ten walking around, you're like automatically like that person must play basketball. But, um, for tiger who has been in the spotlight and generally looked like the guy doesn't really age all that much. He's losing a little on top, but generally doesn't age being in the spotlight for like 20 years. I would be pretty hard pressed to find another guy more recognizable. Who else you got?
1: Yeah, I think I think the list is probably Ronaldo, oh, yeah. Especially. LeBron, Tiger. I think that might be your list. I, I think you know, Messi would be up there. Messi kind of like he's got the beard thing, like I think he might blend in a little bit more than the other guys. Yeah. He he's, he doesn't have a super unique look. Federer's probably up there.
0: Federer's probably up there. Um, Yeah, M- Messi, because he's also not like a – he's, you know, pretty sh- – he's shorter than the rest of these guys. Like I always just think of people who – like, you know, if you've ever been in a room with some of these guys, they have like this massive presence because they're – you know, like Kevin Durant walks in the room. LeBron James walks in the room. You're like, oh my god, this this person is someone, you know, almost not human with, with, how, with how tall they are. So, yeah, I, I, I would be hard-pressed to find – it's a very short list. Three or four guys that I think are are reasonable.
1: So, uh ESPN has a uh world uh f- like most famous top 100. This was this year. Mm-hmm. And they have Tiger 10th. So they go uh they go Ronaldo, let's see here. They go Ronaldo, LeBron, Messi, Neymar, mm. Conor McGregor. It's
0: not bad. Conor's not
1: bad. Uh Fed uh, some cricket guy out of India, v- Virat Kohli.
0: Never even heard of him.
1: Nadal, Steph, and then Tiger. Mm, Steph's, so, a yeah. Steph's a good one. Yeah, a good one because he's you know yeah. he goes
0: on the the morning shows and stuff like that, and his wife is out there too. So that's okay. Well, yeah, especially when you get worldwide, of course you'll be inundated with um some of the the football players.
1: Yeah, not the cricket, but the uh, the, yeah. I mean, not for me. I'd never heard of this guy.
0: Uh, well, I just pulled it up too. 20 million in endorsements, 37 million on social media following. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah, Tiger's social media following needs some help.
0: Wow. Jordan Spieth, 35th on this list.
1: Yeah, behind Serena, behind Sean White. Rory's 25. Phil's 26. Wow. Yeah. Mm. All right. A lot, of, a lot of soccer, a lot of football.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Um all right, so to round out the president's cup here, I mean these these odds for the United States still heavily in their favor, uh minus 275 to win this international team, plus 225. I I agree with you Ben on probably, you know, it certainly doesn't tip the scale, but gets us like, you know, a little bit closer to the spectrum, you know, 1 or 2% that the international team can pull off this upset. But now that we You know, and barring something uh, really unreasonable happening, barring, you know, DJ pulling out of this, these teams are set now. We're still on board for a a pretty good US drubbing, huh? Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. By the way, uh, we can talk about that in a second. I want to uh, give a shout out to our producer, Jacob. He, uh, I won't give his last name because of what I'm about to say here, but uh, he, this is his first day producing and uh he's been awesome uh he does a great job with this stuff but uh he's he he pointed out that jordan spee's popularity ranking is higher than his official world golf ranking
0: that's brutal yeah we don't want to stick which is don't want to sick the tough. uh the twitter world on on jacob but yeah not good <laughs> not good uh let's see how this looks so they probably did this what for the the through the end of last year. Uh, we'll see where, where Jordan Spieth yeah. ranks on this the next time it comes out. Um, all right. And then I do want to wrap this up because I do think there's a, there's a little bit of interesting stuff out of Saudi Arabia. So, you know, we know these guys are going to head over there for the, the European tour event. And we've already got some notables committed to this. We've got Phil committed, DJ Brooks, Tony Finau, Patrick Reed, Shane Lowry, uh Sergio. Sergio, the only one not accepting an appearance fee. Uh The, the biggest takeaway for me here is, uh, Brooke, this is going to be Brooks's first event. So I think it is in, let's see, two weeks after the president's cup, I believe is when this, um, well, maybe it's a little bit longer than that. It's at the end of January. So I was, I was thinking that, you know, Brooks wasn't playing the president's cup and he was going to go tee it up in Saudi Arabia, but that's not actually the case. He's got another month or so, but, uh, anything stand out to you from, from this field of guys that will be, uh, heading over to, to Saudi Arabia. Well, I I
1: yeah, I mean, look, like the social implications are uh you know, we all know what they are and they're not great. And I guess I'm I'm surprised that uh that Phil is going over, not not necessarily because of the Saudi Arabia thing, but it's the week of Phoenix. That's always been a big deal for him. Yeah. Um I don't know. That one was surprising. Sergio by the way is not um I was reading this morning, this is like part of his sort of penance for getting DQ'd last year. Like <laughs> this it's is like, like
0: he has to like not take the not take the appearance fee.
1: Yeah, seriously. Like that he has to play again and I guess like not take the appearance fee. So That's, that's kind of tough
0: about that. I forgot about, remember, he just went on a rampage for like three or four weeks where like no golf course was safe. And there was all these stories, like, like everywhere he went, he, something was coming out about him, you know, messing up the course.
1: Yeah, it was, it was, that was weird. uh, Really weird. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man, I, I don't love it. I don't love the, it's not a good look. It's not, you know, I think it's a, it's a cool looking tournament off the off the coast like the views are cool but it i don't know i i'm i'm really surprised that phil is going over
0: Yeah. Um, Phil, you know, a little off brand to go, uh, to, to miss out in Phoenix, but probably very on brand for Phil to go capture the, uh, the appearance (laughs) fee. Yeah.
1: There we go. There we go. There it
0: is. (laughs) Uh, all right. Which is, that's probably a great place to, to put a, put a pin in this, uh, Kyle Porter it's at Kyle Porter CBS. Thank you very much, sir. Looking forward to don't, Hey, don't forget to write your articles, you know, a day early. you got a lot of, I got a lot of stuff to do before Wednesday.
1: I do. I do. I'm excited about it. should be a fun two-week stretch before uh, Christmas time.
0: All right, brother. Well, looking forward to it. I'm Rick Gaiman at Rick Run Good, and we'll talk to you guys next time.